Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Simon Morris. I'm not sure if it's reassuring or depressing that, so far at any rate, artificial intelligence remains incapable of writing a serviceable script for a potboiler movie. Close but no cigar. It's certainly good news for people who make a living turning out these things, I suppose. Rent has to be paid, kids have to be put through college. OK, it can be a bit dispiriting being told to construct the third sequel to the second reboot of a moderate long-ago hit. But, as the man said, it's no worse than playing piano in a cat house. Ciao, Roberto. Roberto, tell me, what did you do back home? Government work. I'm retired, man. As I say, right now there's no substitute for a real-life scriptwriter on even the least promising project. And most writers have got enough self-respect to want to do as good a job as they can on it, even when quite often it's a challenge. A movie based on a toy, say, or a repetitive video game, or this week an amusement park ride. It's a beautiful old house, but after midnight the house comes alive. See? Oh! Haunted Mansion follows in the footprints of other Disneyland attractions like Pirates of the Caribbean and Jungle Cruise. It's essentially a beefed-up version of the old-fashioned Ghost Train, a staple of every carnival for the past century. Kids love it, but it's hardly a story. So the Disney people hired a couple of professionals to fix that. She needs all the help she can get. You want to be a hero? Yes. $2,000 was the address. But there must have been a moment somewhere around the 12th draft when they looked at each other in desperation and wished they could simply press a button and get AI to finish it off. But oddly, it was the humanity at the heart of Haunted Mansion, the idea that its young audience deserved more from this cynical marketing exercise, that made the film slightly better than it should have been. I found a professor who else wanted mansions. I've been dying to go to this place for years. Mystery lurks around every corner. After all, there's something about childhood. Things may seem to be simpler, but are they really? They're certainly more intense. And this week, three movies that tap into that, including two of the best films of the year. I'll show you the secrets, the sky and the birds. Actions speak louder than words. Who is it? Georgia and Ali. The first is Scrapper, a micro-budget story of a 12-year-old kid forced to fend for herself in working-class London. And the other is a Korean-American film that's exhausting the superlatives of everyone who's seen it, Past Lives. There's a word in Korean, inyon. It means providence or fate. Do you believe in that? That's just something Koreans say to seduce someone. 
Past Lives really is as good as everyone says it is, and Scrapper is a knockout too. But before the knockout, we need to be pummeled for a while at a haunted mansion. I should warn you, before you step inside the house, this could change the course of your entire life. I'm not afraid of a couple ghosts. I'm not even sure why I decided to go to the latest example of the Disney Studios' total lack of inspiration. It's not enough that much of their output these days is live-action cover versions of their old animated classics or endless retreads of their expensive franchises. Star Wars, Marvel Comics, Indiana Jones and the rest. Now they have to cannibalise Disneyland rides. (laughs) You say that now. But I did like the cast they'd assembled for Haunted Mansion, a mixture of old troopers like Owen Wilson, Jamie Lee Curtis and Danny DeVito, and some newer ones, Rosario Dawson, Tiffany Haddish, and particularly Lakeith Stanfield. I got a call from a really sweet woman, and they think their house is haunted. You want to be a hero? Why do you have a cat? To send yours? No. Lakeith plays former scientist Ben, who's gone to the bad after the love of his life is killed in an accident. Now he wastes his time trying, unsuccessfully, to make contact with the other side. Speaking of which, on the other side of town, solo mum Gabby, Rosario Dawson, moves into a big old house with her young son Travis. When my son and I moved in here... It wasn't as warm as we hoped. And it turns out the mansion is haunted. What to do? Gabby first looks up a priest, a bizarrely cast Owen Wilson, who advises her what's needed isn't an exorcist. It's a gang of spook hunters led by a scientist with an interest in the ex-living. It's time to assemble the dream team we find someone who can communicate with these ghosts. People used to eat here. I told you she's good. It's a dining room. Now, you're probably wondering why I'm treating this exercise in empty calories as if it were an actual movie, to which I can only say that, for all its limitations, it's not badly done. Haunted Mansion was written with some flair by TV writer Kate Dippold and directed by another TV name, Justin Simeon, creator of the award-winning Dear White People. I do like surprises. Is anybody else seeing this? I hope you do. We're in a fight, whether we like it or not. Or else we're stuck here for eternity. They clearly thought, since they have to work on this thing anyway, they might as well make it as good as they can. They conjure up a stellar cast of would-be ghostbusters, including unreliable medium Tiffany Haddish. I'm qualified, and I can get rid of what died. They're running from something. Whatever evil this is doesn't want us to leave. Surprise. Backing up Tiffany is unlikely professor of applied hocus-pocus, that perennial good sport Danny DeVito. And over on the other side is Jamie Lee Curtis, mostly in a crystal ball. I summon Madame Leota! I can show you what happened, but it will cost you three dollars. What? Wow. Siren robbery! Who said that? 
Now, at no stage am I claiming that Haunted Mansion is much more than it claims in the title or the poster, but nor is it less. Behind the Ghostbusters-type fun, the last half is mostly devoted to spooks chasing our heroes around the house, there's an unmistakable air of sadness. So I won't see you walking by. Guys! Little help! With your new just saw that house has a way of playing tricks on you. Ben's loss is real, even if the ghosts in the mansion are cartoon characters, and his journey back to life is what gives the film a bit more heart than you're expecting. So what with that and better performances and script than Disney head office deserve for such a dubious project, I'm prepared to be grateful for surprisingly bigger mercies. No, no, no. <laughs> Scrappers, a minuscule budget film from a writer-director who specialises in minuscule budgets. Charlotte Regan started making videos for local North London rappers when she was 15, and though she's graduated to short films and now features, she sticks to that level of street reality. Scrapper is about a 12-year-old force of nature called Georgie. Could you do me one favour? Georgie's doing great at school, thanks. Emotionally coping. We are eating spaghetti bolognese today. Well, I for one feel reassured. The film opens with the old cliché, it takes a village to raise a child, which is immediately deleted. I can raise myself, thanks, it now reads, and so she can. After Georgie's mother died, she lives alone in the house now. She goes out with her best friend, Ali, to pick up money by stealing bikes. George? You playing out? Uh, hi, that's my bike. We were just making sure that all of these bikes were road safe. Oh, yours isn't, by the way. Now, the reason Georgie seems to have slipped between the cracks, school, neighbours, social services, is nobody thinks to doubt her when she confidently claims she's living with her uncle, her uncle Winston. Uncle Winston Churchill. What makes it funnier is how likely it is these days no one would question that. What stage of grief are you at now? I think I'm almost finished. I feel sorry for her. She'll make it through. Lovely, though, that she's living with her uncle. So there's Georgie getting by on her 12-year-old wits, improvising when anything goes wrong, and also working through her grief at the loss of her other best friend, her mum. Then one day, there's an unexpected visitor. Who's Georgie? Who's asking? I'm Jason. I'm your dad. Jason must be about 30, but he looks and behaves far younger. He announces he's Georgie's dad, a man Georgie never knew. He took off for Spain when she was born. And it's patently obvious to Georgie and us that Jason's pretty much a waste of space. Can't stay for long. I'll stay as long as I want. What if he's a big-time gangster? Maybe he was in prison. So hear me out on this one, yeah? No, he's not a vampire, that's just stupid. 
Georgie and Ali try and outsmart him, which, let's face it, isn't that difficult. But Jason's a hard man to lock out of her life, and it soon becomes obvious that he's not going anywhere. So Georgie has to reassess, wondering what her otherwise sensible mother could have seen in Jason, and more to the point, will he and Georgie ever make a life together? You think you'll stay? I don't care. I think you can just turn out, say sorry, and it'll all be all right. Your mum never wanted me around, you know. She said that, did she? I knew it. The hard thing about describing Scrapper is its unique tone, in particular how joyfully funny a film like this can be. Yes, it owes something to years of low-budget kitchen sink British drama, particularly Ken Loach and Andrea Arnold. What lifts it is the kids' perspective. But you didn't even try. Come on, do your job properly. Go, 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 go. Kids don't get hung up over politics or injustice or shaking their fists at the powers that be. Kids, these kids at any rate, are interested in their mates, getting by and having fun. And unlike the usual grimy world of this sort of film, Scrapper is full of vibrant colours. The only greys on the screen are the clothes and offices of the unhelpful Jobsworths at social services. I didn't have a liar. The most colourful things about Scrapper, of course, are Georgie and Jason. Jason is played by the only name actor in the film, Harris Dickinson, who made his mark in the recent Triangle of Sadness and Where the Crawdads Sing. But he knows his main job here is supporting the astonishing Lola Campbell as Georgie. Yeah, we thought it looked a bit... you know. Yeah. Guys, I should probably go get that serviced or something. Yeah, yeah, full service. You can never be too careful. Lola's not even an actor, and it was touch and go whether she'd deliver on day one of shooting Scrapper. But sometimes you have to have a bit of faith, and that's clearly director Charlotte Regan's strong suit, because she's not your traditional British filmmaker herself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it gave us a great excuse to, like go as colourful and as mad as we wanted with always me and Theo the producer spoke about like like showing the joy of working class worlds and being really intentional with how we we did that visually because you often see them as these super like desaturated grey environments in British cinema. One little thing you notice is never mentioned in the film, Lola's hearing aid. It's like it's no big deal to her so why should it be a big deal to anyone else? The other thing you notice is her neighbours, three 12-year-old black triplets, all on identical yellow bikes. No wonder reviews of scrapper name-check Wes Anderson as often as they do Ken Loach. I didn't think I needed you. Oh, big one. <laughs> I don't need you to replace Mum. I need someone. The other obvious comparison is another little film about father and daughter earlier this year, Charlotte Wells' After Son. The similarities are really mostly skin deep. The ages of daughter and father, two directors called Charlotte. But they do share one other magical ingredient, a miraculous joy for life, for jokes and for human connection. That was sick. The, that was shocking. Shocking? Yeah. <laughs> 
This is a great time for Korean film right now, not least because the success of the films of South Korea and expat Korean filmmakers like Lee Isaac Chung are so diverse. Minari, Parasite, Decision to Leave, Escape from Mogadishu, all totally different. But I have to come clean. Much as I admired all of these films, I couldn't warm to them quite as enthusiastically as everyone else. Until now. Until past lives. If two strangers walk by each other in the street and their clothes accidentally brush, that means there have been 8,000 layers of inyan between them. Past Lives, astonishingly, is the debut film of Canadian-Korean playwright-director Celine Song. And already people are claiming it's the best film so far this year. Well, I not only agree wholeheartedly, but I'll be very surprised if anyone takes its title before Christmas. It's absolutely flawless. Who do you think they are to each other? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, this is a hard one. Past Lives opens on three people in a bar, a white American man, an Asian woman, an Asian man. And a sign of the confidence of this film is the opening dialogue is between two people we don't see and who never appear again in the film. They're us, really. Maybe they're tourists and the white guy is their tour guide. Drinking at 4 a.m.? Yeah, you're right, that makes no sense. Maybe they're all just colleagues. I have no idea. We flash back 24 years to Seoul, South Korea, where two 12-year-old best friends, he is Sung, she's Na Yong, walk home from school. She's crying. She's always crying, we're told. And this time it's because he beats her in an exam for a change. <laughs> But it's almost the end of their golden weather. Na Yong is about to leave the country. She and her family are immigrating to Canada. As they pack, they acclimatise themselves with a bit of Leonard Cohen. Despite being soulmates, Inyon, as they say in Korea, Sung and Na Yong, now calling herself Nora, have no contact for 12 years. They reconnect briefly via the internet, but the tyranny of distance makes it too hard. Both move on with their lives. Nora gets married to a nice American chap called Arthur. You and I knew each other in another life. Because we're sitting here at the same table in the same city at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then one day there's a reconnection. By then, Nora and Arthur have moved to New York. In fact, that was the main reason they got married, so Nora could get a green card to work in the States. She tells Arthur that Sung is visiting New York and wants to catch up. What a good story this is. 
childhood sweethearts who reconnect 20 years later and realize they were meant for each other. In the story, I would be the evil white American husband standing in the way of destiny. Shut up. It's a situation fraught with possibilities. The combination of first love, of nostalgia and homesickness is surely one of the most potent there is. It's like the best bits of Romeo and Juliet, Brief Encounter, Casablanca, every classic romance ever filmed. He was just this kid in my head for such a long time. I think I just missed him. Did he miss you? His home! But what makes past lives so fascinating is how deftly director Celine's song shifts focus between the three characters. Initially, we see it from the point of view of Nora, the one most like Song herself, an immigrant, a fiercely ambitious playwright suddenly confronted with her past life. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not really sure how to feel about it, son, and the way you move. And then we see Hei Sung's life. He feels he's been unsuccessful, certainly compared to Nora. He finds himself wondering, what if? What if Nora had stayed in Korea? Would they have married? Was their love fated in Yon? And if so, fated to succeed or to fail? And then we find ourselves with Arthur, decent, loving, but in his terms not remotely romantic. Certainly nothing like as dashing as the man from Korea who travelled the world in search of his one true love. Is he attractive? I think so. He's really masculine in this way that I think is so Korean. And each time we shift focus from Arthur to Guinevere to Lancelot, if you like, our view changes. Is it really a romantic eternal triangle? Who gets the girl? Is it the pull of the past dragging you back to who you really are? Is it a clash between real life and fantasy? And if so, which one is the reality? And then he was just this image on my laptop. And now he is a physical person. It's really intense, but I don't think that that's attraction. I think I just missed him a lot. Well, I don't want to tell you too much. Frankly, I don't want to tell you anything. You need to see past lives yourself. But I will say this. The three lead performances, Greta Lee, Taya Yu and John Magaro, are absolutely stunning, as are the kids playing young versions of Nora and Hei Sung. I think you missed the 12-year-old crybaby he knew a long time ago. You were a crybaby? Yeah. Most of the time, he'd have to just stand there and watch me. But the point of Past Lives is writer-director Celine's song. Every step, every choice, every idea she comes up with proves to be the right one, including the ending. Past Lives has the best payoff since he is looking at you, kid. As I say, best movie of the year. And as time has clearly gone by, that's the end of this show. I'm Simon Morris, and I hope you'll join me at the movies same time next week. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. 
Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.